Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20Quartermist. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the DTOM studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America, and I'm your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? It is... Sunday, July 24th, 2022, and it is also National Tequila Day, so drink up. I did a little video prior to recording this on the uh, TikTok, so if you guys want to follow us on TikTok at Don't Trade on America, I did a uh, drink recipe, as you guys well know, we here at uh, D-Tom are more fond of the whiskey, more so than the tequila, but with it being... National Tequila Day, I had to think of a drink, find a drink that could possibly combine the two, and uh, what I made was a maple margarita, and it's a combination of tequila and whiskey and other ingredients. If you guys want to check out the video, follow us on TikTok at Don't Tread on America. Only thing I really post on there is some mainly drink stuff, and uh, also maybe some... Uh, crazy rhetoric that we uh, goof off with but nonetheless mostly drink recipes the other day we did the detom file show on false flags hopefully you guys are listening to that i know it's a long show we do have uh, breaks in the in during the course of the show it's like a three plus hour show but we do have breaks in there so you know just listen to the break maybe listen to it the next day it's but it does have some interesting stuff to know and it, it is at part one there will be a second part to that probably uh, next week um so stay tuned for that in the meantime guys follow us on facebook at don't tread on america instagram don't tread on america and on twitter at dtom underscore 1775 and uh we have a website don't tread on america.com follow us there and you can get all the updates of anything and everything that has to do with this show and whatever podcast app you guys are listening to this on. If you could please give us a review, uh, preferably a good review. <laughs> and uh, more importantly, if you could follow us and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Because it it doesn't cost anything to subscribe to the show. It just helps you get notifications of when there is a show up. That way I know I'm not... 100% consistent like these professional podcasters, but I do try to do you shows either Sunday, Monday, and then Wednesday, Friday, or some combination of the of the three. But if it's easier for me 
to get the word out if you subscribe to the show. That way you just get the alerts. And then also please share this with your friends. All right. I don't really have a whole lot of, I guess, with us doing the show on, well, we did the show on Thursday. We posted it on Friday, but nonetheless, it wasn't a very topical show as far as current events is concerned. So a lot of what I'm going to talk about is going to be old news if you pay attention to any kind of news. If you're on Twitter or whatever, obviously we know that um, Biden has COVID. Um, I guess, you know, he's going to be fine, whatever. And say what you want about Biden. You can hate him all day long. I really don't care. Um, (laughs) We want him to recover because, God forbid, anything were to happen to him, you have Cackles McGee as your president, and uh, we definitely don't want to see that. But what I want to go into is a series of events, and we've talked about it on the show since we've started doing the show. We started this show the, what, the week of, or the week before, whatever it was, of the inauguration, so we've been going about a year and a half, and the whole time we've talked about it, other people, shows, uh, podcasts, whatever you listen to or watch, have talked about his his cognitive decline and how, you know, one day he seems fine and then another day he seems like the lost grandpa with dementia. And I'm not making fun. Ha ha ha. I'm not saying that. This is the leader of our country for, for whatever it's worth. He is the leader of this country. You know, the president is typically known as the most powerful man in the world. Right. Um, he is, does not elude. He does not put out the, the bravado of a leader. And I'm not just talking about for this country. I'm talking about a world leader. He is a, an old man. And, and I'm not, most of the presidents are old men. Um, in, you know, relative terms, but he looks like an old man. I mean, you're only into his second year of presidency and he looks worse than Ronald Reagan did at the end of his presidency. And that was eight years. Um, but there's just something not right about this guy. I mean, the lies, the constant, and it's, it is like stupid lies. They're like white lies, but they're, they're, it's like he lies so much. He doesn't even realize he's lying or he just thinks you guys are too stupid to realize he's lying. So I'm going to play this clip. This was him back in, it's a, it's a two-part clip. So this is him talking about something that's wrong with him. This was back in April, and then the other part of the clip will be something he said just the other day. Car, and a little frost on the window. Turn on the windshield wiper, there'd be an oil slick. Not a joke. I have asthma, and 80% of the people who, in fact, we grew up with have asthma. I just, in an apartment complex, when we moved to Delaware, and just up the road, a little school I went to, Holy Rosary Grade School. And because it was a four-lane highway that was accessible, my mother drove us, and rather than us be able to walk. And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening. You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. So the first part where he says... Basically, you know, we had to turn on the windshield wipers, the first frost, blah, blah, blah. That's why me and so many of us have asthma. Fast forward to that second part of that clip was just the other day. Was today Sunday? I think that clip was either Wednesday or Thursday. 
want to it was one of the two day i think it was wednesday and now he's got cancer and of course the white house had to walk that back with the quickness and then two days later he gets covid so what's wrong with him okay not that asthma is anything major you're going to die from asthma cancer <laughs> that's not a a joke now in my opinion if he's saying that flippantly or he's just trying to say it to you know put a damper on oil then you know i'm going to personally say fuck you mr president because as a person who is fortunately right now not battling cancer and there's plenty of people in this country there's probably plenty of people that's listening to this that either have are or know somebody that is dealing with cancer and you're just going to sit there and say this like like oh you know i got cancer number one that's not it's not cool man it's not cool number two if if it's true is that something that we need the president just oh yeah by the way i got cancer i mean (laughs) you know that once again projects weakness and then two days later you know he's got the covid which you know i'm not a big fear monger of covid i mean i've had covid i've known many of people that have had covid and we're all just fine but um it's just interesting okay so he was diagnosed or he it was it came out i guess on friday that he had covid or yeah i think it was friday and um this particular video i'm going to play was just a week prior to his covid diagnosis this was when he was in in uh in Israel, and uh, just listen to what he says and how he says it and how he sounds. And uh, I had a terrible headache here. <laughs> Excuse me, a terrible headache. And uh, sorry. <coughs> so, you know. Coughing, hacking, terrible headache. Now, I'm not a doctor. I don't claim to be a doctor, but isn't that some of the telltale signs of COVID? The headache, the coughing. He sounds like shit. You know, and this was a week ago. Now, this was during his trip to Israel and Saudi and all these where he's hobnobbing and trying to beg for oil and gas and whatnot. So, was he sick then like (laughs) and in the meantime he's hobnobbing with all these people touching people coughing hacking he very well had COVID a week ago and because all these events were pre-planned they couldn't back out of them so I think that might have something to do with it but, you know, he comes out, oh, he's got COVID, but he's still fighting. He's still strong. He's doing real well. Yeah, but of course, he probably has, the way he sounds here, this was a week ago. Like I said, he sounds like absolute shit. Fast forward to today, he sounds better because he's probably on the backside of having COVID. He's probably had it. But, you know, that's all fine and dandy. But the interesting thing about this is, the lovely thing about living in today's world is everything is videotaped, everything is captured, everything is recorded, and everything is for everyone to see. 
And this is Biden touting the vaccine. If you're vaccinated and boosted, you are highly protected. So there's no excuse, no excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. This continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And I'll say this about that. Just about, it seems like to me. Now, I'm not saying that everybody that's getting COVID nowadays is vaccinated. But I am also saying that it seems like a lot of the people that are getting COVID are vaccinated. I'm talking about out of my personal people that I know personally. Right? And in the meantime, you have, you know, so it's we had Trudeau a little while back. You had Macron. You had the premier of uh, of Australia. You got Biden. You got uh, Fauci. You got all these people that touted the the jab. And I'm not even talking about the double McGillicuddy. I'm talking about, I mean, this dude is twice vaxxed, twice boosted, and still got COVID. Now, you, they'll make the argument, guarantee you on Monday, they'll make the argument, they'll, he'll post a video or whatever, and he'll sound fine, and he'll look fine, and they'll be like, see, it's because he's vaccinated, he's doing well, the symptoms weren't that bad, yada, 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 but I'll go back to the tape I just played from last week when he was in Israel, and he sounded like absolute shit, because that's when he also had COVID. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, but... Watch it with your eyes. Listen to it with your ears. I'm telling you right now, he was sick a week ago. He's getting better now because it's a week later. You don't stay sick forever. Vaxxed or not vaxxed. So, on to more fuckery. So now, you see, and much of us notice that the gas prices are starting to go back down. And it's it's quite a sad day in America, in my opinion, when you're happy that you see gas prices going down to around $4 a gallon, at least around here, to $4 a gallon. You're like, whoa, look at that. It's only $4. Then you got to think, wait a fucking second. We're happy that it's only $4, right? So I'm going to play this clip. This is him after he's had COVID. Now he's isolated doing a Zoom meeting. And, and of course, now, you know, we're going to brag. Let's listen. Every day this summer for 38 days in a row. <laughs> now, you know, you can you can find gas for three ninety nine or less in more than 30,000 gas stations in more than 35 states. In some cities, it's down almost a dollar from last month. We've been working really hard to bring the price down. Four months ago, I gave an order to release one million barrels of oil per day a day for our nation, from our nation's strategic petroleum reserve. And I led the world to coordinate the largest release of oil reserves in history, including from other countries. In total, more than 240 million barrels to boost global supply. During I'm gonna interrupt him. Why in the fuck do we care about global supply? In that time, I've also been working to increase US production. Today, we're producing 12 million barrels per day and we're on track to hit a near record highs. I've been working to make sure that when the price of oil comes down, the price at the pump comes down as well and comes down in real time. The good news is that's happening, but it's not happening fast enough. We've made progress, but prices are still too high. 
And so here's what I'm going to do, talk about today with all of you. We need to work on this. First, we're going to look at ways to increase oil production from the existing wells and permits that exist today. The industry has... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, I'm going to say this about that. Dumbass, Joe, if you're listening, you could have done this a long fucking time ago. If you would have listened to me... <laughs> uh, four, five months ago, you wouldn't have this problem. But I'm going to back up to what he said about the oil reserves. Well, before before I get into that, I want to I want to play one other clip. I know I'm clipping y'all to death, but you know, I I'd rather it come out of their mouths than me saying something to the effect of blah blah blah. This is actual words that they are actually saying. So now he wants to take credit for the gas prices, right? And this was him back in, uh, what was this, back in April? So let's uh, hear what he has to say back then. Putin's invasion of Ukraine has driven up gas prices and food prices all over the world. All right. Putin's price hike, right? We all remember that. So what's changed between now and then that's gotten the gas prices to go down? You want to sit here and blame Putin and the war in Ukraine, you want to blame all this on, on Putin. So they're still fighting over there. That hasn't stopped. That hasn't gone away, as far as I know, because we're not hearing a lot about it, but we're still sending money over there. So one would assume we're, that they're still fighting over there. But nonetheless, my point being is, if that fighting's still going on, why do the gas prices go down? Um, I have a theory, take it for what it's worth. Um, <clears throat> I honestly think they're manipulating the gas prices to, <laughs> okay, I'm not an economist, <laughs> I can't even say the word, I'm not an economist by any stretch of the imagination, but I do have two eyes and a wallet that's empty, and I'll say this about that. Okay, so he said for 38 straight days... The gas has gone down. Okay, so now he said that on Friday, but we'll just use, um, so for 38, so the gas average um, as of, this was as of last week, was at 4.59 a gallon. So on the 18th, so let's go back to June 18th, was 5.06. So that's only like a 50 cent drop. So what he's doing is he's saying in uh, in uh, certain areas it might be three ninety nine. I mean here in Florida I think it's just at four bucks four oh something a gallon on average. Um, but here's the thing. So if you look at <laughs> okay, my theory is this: I think they're trying to manipulate the price of oil and the price of gas to help with the inflation number. Because if you recall, when they released the numbers a couple weeks ago, 9.1 um, was the inflation number. When uh, the day prior to the, um, to the uh, numbers being released, the, the spokesperson, whatever, Jean Pierre, whatever her name is, come out saying, um, saying that, uh, oh, well, you know, these numbers don't reflect 
the you know cost of gas has gone down in the last two weeks because they released the numbers. What was it, the tenth or the thirteenth or whatever it came out? Really, those numbers are calculated at the end of June, right? So they don't release until a week and a half or so into the next month for whatever reason. But uh, their excuse was during that two week frame between the end of June and the the numbers coming out was that well gas has lowered and it's not as bad. So you gotta you gotta understand that it uh it it's better now because gas has gone down X amount of pennies. Okay. Here's the thing. And like I said, I'm not a economic major uh by any stretch of imagination, but I can I can go to the usinflationcalculator.com. I can do that. I'm doing that right now. And I can also tell you that these numbers are based on consumer price index. This isn't a month to month deal. These numbers are based on this month of this year versus the same month of last year, right? So you're literally, okay, so right now, let's say the, if the gas prices is 459, even if it's 439, I don't know the up-to-date gas number, but I'm using this chart, so this is what we're going to go with. If you go back to July of last year, let me go back here, July, July of last year, the same time frame, gas was 323 a gallon. Okay. So that's a dollar 30 some odd cents cheaper. So even if gas drops to 399 national average, you got a week left before this month is over. Let's say by the end of next week or the end of this week coming, gas drops to 399 a gallon national average. Let's just say you're still 80 cents higher than you were last July. So your inflation number isn't any better. You go to the U.S. inflation calculator and it's a current number. It's up to date numbers. It's not based on whatever. The inflation number for June was 9.1 on July 24, 2024, it's holding steady at 9.4. So Chris and I were talking. Now, this 9.4 number hasn't budged since the beginning of the month. It's been 9.4 since they released this 9.1 number. If you guys remember, I did a show on the 13th, 14th, whatever it was, of June, of July when this number came out. I think it was the day after. And I pulled up this calculator, and even at that point, it was a 9.4 so even from the time of them releasing the number, a day later, it was already 9.4. So if this 9.1 was created at the end of June, between the end of June and the 14th or whatever the day was I did that show, it went up to 9.4. And it's holding steady at 9.4, but that's probably because of the gas prices. Realistically, if gas had stayed steady at $5 a gallon or whatever it was, it probably would be 9.6, 9.7. I really believe in my heart of hearts they, they're manipulating the numbers because they cannot have a double-digit inflation number. The thing is this. If anyone that's listening to this works in retail, works in any type of a retail situation, you know as well as I do, 
once prices go up, it's a lot harder for them to go back down. They, they don't fall as quickly as they rise. Um, and what will happen is, even if gas drops, I mean, even if ga- even when Biden's out of office, if Trump's in there, DeSantis, whoever's in there, and they open up the Keystone and they get oil flowing again and everything gets rolling again and gas is down to $2 a gallon, the price of shit's still going to be high. But you're going to have more money in your pocket because you're not going to have to spend 4 or $5 a gallon to fill up your tank. So, you see, that's how it works. Now you'll see probably, like, depending on where you grocery shop, most grocery stores... And I, I got to assume, like, in Florida, the number one grocery store is Publix. And I'm not touting Publix. It's not their sponsor, and I don't work for Publix, so whatever. But um, it is what it is. But so the the main chain grocery stores are, uh, and I'm not talking about Walmart or whatever, but, like, uh, you know, Publix, uh, Winn-Dixie are your main chain grocery stores, you know, around here. And those stores do what they call BOGO. So buy one, get one, freeze. That was like their big thing for years. Now, lately, they've gotten away from those buy one, get one, freeze because, you know, inflation. Now it might be buy two, get one free. Or it's, a, you know, whatever whatever the combination of, of a discount it is. Um, you don't see a lot of the buy one, get one free. Sometimes you see buy one, get one 50% off or buy two, get one free or whatever, you know, however it works out or they're two for sixes or two for eights or two, you know, whatever those numbers are. Now, when gas goes down, that's how they'll make up their sales. You won't see the price of goods drop. You'll see the sale of those goods. And so instead of stuff not being on sale as much, it'll be on sale more often. You'll see better ads better uh whatever and um and that's how they'll manipulate it walmart you know your dollar stores um generally sell stuff under the uh manufacturer's retail price anyway so their numbers like walmart does what they do what is it rollbacks and stuff like that so you might see more of those you might start seeing some things like that but the basic cost is not going to drop back in 08 when everything jumped up in price, it stayed. It didn't fall back down in price once everything got back to normal. It's the same thing. But one of the things that really bugs me about what he said was about the oil reserves. 280 million, whatever he said. And, you know, and, and, we're, and this is helping the world market, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Okay, now... I know we have people that listen to this show from other countries, and I'm not, this is no offense to you guys. I'm sorry. But in America, I care, this is don't tread on America. It's not don't tread on the world and Japan and Germany and whoever else. I'm, I'm sorry. But why are we releasing our U.S. reserves? It's not like the, that's oil we got on reserve just in case. Those are our military reserves. You are depleting our emergency oil reserves for military. You, God forbid, we get into a war and we don't have oil to fill our, you know, to to uh, fill up our boats and our tanks and our whatever. 
So oil reserves, U.S. reserves sent overseas as gasoline and prices stayed high. Um, so this was, you know, more than 5 million barrels, you know, part of historic U.S. emergency reserve released to lower domestic fuel prices were exported to Europe and Asia last mi- month. Now, a, a million of that went to China. We're releasing oil to countries that, number one, hate us. Number two, can pump their own damn oil. Europe, I get, in a sense, because Russia cut them off because of the war, whatever. But still, once again, I'm sorry about your luck, but that's their problem. (laughs) In times of war... We are not here to help everybody. We need, to, we need to help ourselves. When you're in an airplane, okay, and you're on a flight, and you're flying, before they fly, they tell you they go through the emergency protocol, right? And if, and if in case of emergency and the mask drops out of the, out of the top of the, the plane there, you put your mask on first, then help the person next to you. Okay? We are in the plane, and it is going down. The masks have dropped. Biden wants to put the mask on someone else before he helps himself. We have got to worry about ourselves before we worry about others. Well, America is a great and rich country. Okay, true. But we are getting poorer by the day. And uh, we're helping people <laughs> that don't care. Um, so... But, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I write stuff down and I don't read it and then I try to read it. I'm like, I already said all that. So, in. <laughs> but you know, how are the American voters, especially the ones that voted for this jackass feel? So now this is, this is Van Jones from CNN and, uh, he, he puts it down pretty good. Uh, I'm not a big Van Jones fan, but I like to listen to, to, opponents or proponents of Trump and how these people that hated Trump and Trump was so racist and we have to have Biden. We need Biden. We got we got to be saved from the bad orange man. And now they're literally we've talked about it on this show and you've heard it other other places about Biden buyer's remorse, right? So this is him uh, talking about why black voters are frustrated with Biden. And I think for uh, African-American voters in particular, there's a special heartbreak because, first of all, the pain is more intense. Uh, you know, the, the rising uh, gas prices, food prices, it's really walloped the black community in a particular way. And, but the hopes were so much higher. And so you have a community that came out in huge numbers in 2018, huge numbers in 2020, expecting things to get a lot better. And instead, economically at least, it didn't come true. It, ca- it got worse. And so you're going through a summer now of real heartbreak with black voters. The polls show that. And uh, I think Biden's got to take it very seriously. So, um, <laughs> I mean, there you go. And I, and I think that's why you also happen to notice on like TikTok and stuff like that. You'll notice there's a lot more, um, you know, black folks out there that are, are pissed off. I, I saw a thing where <laughs> the guy, this, I don't know the guy, but he's like, uh, she's a 10, but she voted for Biden. <laughs> and he's got like, hell no. Nah, you know, it's like, there's a lot of people. It feels some way, and then it's it's interesting. You also hear a lot of when they interview black people, 
that may or may not have voted for Biden coming out. I never voted for him anyway. Don't blame me. It was like, and okay, whatever. You did, you didn't, whatever. Someone did, allegedly. He had 80, what, 81 million or whatever votes. So someone supposedly voted for him. Now no one wants to claim that they voted for him. Interesting. Interesting how that uh, comes out. But, um, God, I really have, we're, we're at about 32 minutes here. And I'm wavering. Do I want to go into this next part? Or do I want to save it for Wednesday? Or do I want to just do a show on it all by itself? Hmm, interesting. I think, I think I'm going to tease it. And then if it's not a Wednesday show, I'm going to do it this week sometime. And basically, I'll give you a tease on it. So what it is, is I, I came across some information about the new, you know, we've, we here at Don't Tread on America, we talk about the new world order. We're not, a, I'm not afraid to say it. Who am I? I'm just a fucking dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast, right? They want to come get me. They know where I'm at. I don't care. Um, but I did find some stuff. <laughs> and uh, just, just a tease, just a tease. I'm going to give you a little tease here. Uh, the New World Order 2.0 is ine inevitable. And I'm going to explain to you why. And the reason I don't want to get into it now is because I'm telling you the way I talk. This will be an hour or two hour show. And uh, I don't know that I want to ear gag you guys to death after giving you a three and a half hour show on Friday. So I'm going to save this. And whether I just do a show by itself on the newer <laughs> world order or we'll call it new world order 2.0 um but I, it's a list of of things that are going on right now not what could or might or what may or could or whatever um I, and i think it's pretty interesting stuff to say the least but like i said it's a conversation to be had so i think in closing what i'm going to do is this and I haven't done this in about a week or so. So let's uh, let's bounce onto the Twitter machine here real quick. And um, see what the hell is going on. All right, so what's trending? All right, let's go to trending here on Twitter. So Eddie Murphy's trending for some reason. Ian Anderson, whoever he is, a baseball player. Let's see, John Mechie, this is all football, it's all sports. Kid Rock is tw uh, is uh, um, trending. Aaron Judge, uh, sports, 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 sports. Baseball is there? <laughs> so obviously, there's not a whole hell of a lot going on in uh, in the world today. <laughs> That's crazy. Let me go to the stuff for me. So Brennan. Is of course that's because he was found guilty, which is interesting. So you know, um, uh, not John, not Brennan, but uh, shit, what was his name? <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, I don't know what John Brennan's. I just I was thinking of uh, what the fuck was his name? Steve Bannon. Jesus Christ, I I was like losing my mind there for a second. Uh, let's see, why is Brennan? Um, trending. Let's see. Brennan. So John Brennan is the, uh, the, uh, what was he? CIA, right? Yeah. CNN guy. So let's see. Oh, this is not him that's trending. This is 
Margaret Brenning. Okay, so who gives a shit about her? I don't know who she is and why she's trending. Who cares? All right, let's see. What else we got here? Yeah, so obviously, I mean, it's Sunday, so obviously that's probably why. It's just interesting. There's really nothing trending. Wow, that's cool. Um, cool but not cool? I don't know. Makes you, makes you wonder. Let's see. Here's armed. What is this? Armed is trending. What is this? Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Swear to God, it, it's th- that's the bad thing about doing a show on a on a um, on a Sunday. There's really not a whole hell of a lot trending. So anyway, I guess we'll go ahead and close it out on this. Um, I, I noticed that here in Florida, over in Tampa, the Turning Point USA. Uh, what is it? The student action action summit is, um, has been going on all weekend. So it'll be interesting to see what comes of that. I know Trump and, and DeSantis were there. Um, haven't really seen a whole lot about what was said or not said, but I'm sure we'll hear more about that on Monday. And then, uh, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we bring it up on Wednesday. It's interesting because, you know, Trump, no one's really has announced. Well, it's still early. I mean, he's still got two years. But um, Trump's, one of his quotes was, if I stayed home, if I announced that, if I stayed home, if I announced that I was not going to run for office, the persecution of Donald Trump would immediately stop. But that's what they want me to do. And you know what? There's no chance I do that. And, I, and I've been saying that. That's what this whole J6 thing's about. It's about getting him to not run. This isn't a trial. It's a, it's a hearing. It's, a, it's, not, it's not a trial hearing. It's just a bashing. Whatever. Steve Bannon found guilty the other day for contempt of court. Wasn't even able to put up a defense. How does that work? In what world do we live in? that you go to court and you're arrested, you're tried for a crime that you are not able to put up a defense. He is appealing the the outcome. More than likely, will probably win the, uh, the appeal based on those facts alone, but nonetheless. All right, guys, I think I'm going to go ahead and leave it at that. Short show for you. You're welcome. Uh, it's National Tequila Day, so go make you a margarita, or a, if you want to find out how to make a maple margarita, go to the um, TikTok there, Don't Try on America, and uh, I'll show you how to do it. And uh, if you're not a drinker, then you're weird. You don't have to drink tequila, just drink in old-fashioned. It's good stuff. <laughs> All right, guys, with that being said, you have a great day. It is Sunday. Uh july i almost said june july 24 2022 and i am your host don q guys you guys check us out on facebook tiktok instagram follow us give us a liking and whatever podcast app you're listening to on please subscribe to the show share this with your friends you guys have a great day and i will talk to you again on wednesday